You are listening to the Blind Spot Money Talk Show. You would want to tune in if you are a small to mid-sized business owner or a leader. We will discuss various subjects to help you identify blind spots in your business with your host, Miru Hunter-McMahon, Profit Improvement Partner at Your Savings Pro, here to make a difference for your business. Welcome, Ashley. Thank you. Nice seeing you again. Good to see you as well. I'm happy to be here. So today's discussion, um, considering COVID and this difficult times for many businesses, a lot of businesses closing doors, I really wanted us to discuss like what steps to take to survive down economy. And uh, I know that a lot of business owners uh, take different approach, but I guess we can talk on a high level, like maybe help them to identify their blind spots and improve what they have. Or if they don't, maybe they can think about, you know, incorporating these improvements in the future. First question, how do business owners reduce expenses, especially when uh, revenue slows down, spending doesn't stop, right? It stays the same. So how do they handle those circumstances? Um, well, there are several ways that you can do that. Um, if you have office space, for instance, that you are renting um, many times, especially if you're a business, um, you can um, talk to the landlord and talk about, you know, reducing you know, costs that way. You just have to be very careful that if they're going to defer payments for you, that there's not going to be a balloon payment at the end. Um, so it's important to see if you can either reduce it per month or even defer payments, but then create a payment plan for um, resolving that once you know we come out of all of this um, the down economy. Um, it's also you can talk to utility companies; they are also happy to um, help a lot of times as well. Again, you want to make sure that you're you're not going to end up with a huge payment at the end because that's not actually going to help you. It may help you in the short term, but in the long run it could actually really hurt you. So just make sure that you're not um, deferring and then you're know, gonna have to pay all of it all at once <laughs> in a couple of months. Um, cutting any wasteful discretionary spending is important also. You know, you wanna review your books, find out exactly what you're spending your money on and anything that is kind of extra, you know, that you think is important, but you could probably do without it for a while, you know, try to reduce those costs. Uh, you know, just for the, the short term so that, you know, you can get through and when you get to the, the point where you, you can start spending some money again, then you can pick those back up again as well. Um, you can lease things rather than buy them or buy used. That is always a great option. Um, and like I said, you know, payables, if you can negotiate a longer term for those payables, that's, that's always a great a great way to just uh, save some money. Yeah, I think I agree with you when it comes to expenses like auditing, and that's when the bookkeeping comes handy, right? You don't have exactly. to go back and search old expenses, but mm -hmm. more of it strategize to reduce cost. And definitely, I believe uh, when business owners get into day-to-day -day business and their employees don't have the decision-making power, that's when the leak happens, right? The decision. Exactly. Uh, decision makers are the ones who can say, okay, stop the, this service of products, we don't need it, or reduce it. 
um, depending on the business's goal. And mm. I think automating is also another thing a lot of companies overlooking right now, mm -hmm. because like even manual check writing, I mean, mm -hmm. technology is advancing, not if not daily, but even by second, right? Exactly. So why not automate when possible? Look into the areas. And I understand like a lot of times those technology advancement are not being used because as a business owner, we, most of us is like not good at technology. So we just continue to do old ways. And I think just keeping up with the current uh, improvements that our technology companies are implementing, you know, whether it's uh, automating or improving any system that might benefit particular company. And again, all the companies are not the same. Right. I think another one more point is I like what you said about negotiating. So negotiating, not just when you hit the hard times, but being proactive negotiator, um, including those terms in, uh, in the contract in advance. Like if this happens, um, if economy struggles, how can we navigate through that, helping each other, more of it building partnership with people, um, with businesses, suppliers that you work with, correct? Yes, I don't, I don't think that a lot of uh, people know that you can do stuff like that, but absolutely, you know, anything that you can do to, um, to help you get through these things and it will probably help, you know, the service provider as well yeah. if you prepare. And you are right about most people don't know because a lot of people don't know how to negotiate. They don't want to ask, they don't want to look like they're begging, but the reality is, you ask the worst case scenario, they're going to say no. Exactly. But if you don't ask um, and align with what you can and be prepared, nobody's going to work with you. I mean, in my experience, every time you ask, if they cannot give it to you, they always find a way to help you. Because yes. when you make an open communication, they are more willing to help you or they even come back to you like, I don't know, in six months and say, hey, by the way, I couldn't help you six months ago, but now we have this new program that can save you extra dollars. So when they know that you care and you involve them in this negotiation process, they are more up to helping you. Absolutely. And uh, again, uh, of course, the second one is what are the ways to increase and maximize revenue during these difficult times, even though it is kind of slows down because of the demand? Yes, there are ways to do that um, that a lot of business owners don't know about. Um, if you um, begin to collect your receivables sooner, you have a shorter term that can help you keep money in the bank more. Um, so offer discounts for earlier payments to your to your clients and customers and say, you know, if, if, if you have the normal 30 day term, well, it'll still be this amount, but you'll get a discount of 10% if you can pay in 15 days instead. Those kinds of things can really, really help get money into the bank account. Um, you want to make sure to keep your existing company customers. You want to show them the exceptional value that you're offering for them um, to keep them coming back, you know, to make sure that also will help to keep uh, money in the, in the bank and um, your best customers deserve extra value. 
Um, so, you know, give them whatever extra value, extra benefits that you can to keep them coming back. Um, and a lot of times those don't have to be monetary benefits. You know, there's all kinds of things you can do to keep customers coming back and keep them happy and make them, uh, make them want to spend money with you. So those are all good ideas. Yeah. And it's also win-win position because they're also struggling as clients. Yes. Right? They may have been laid off or, but if you provide value in those difficult times to one another, then you can kind of overcome it together. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Come, yes. We're coming together. I love that. That's, that's something we should all be talking about right now. Right. We're all overcoming together. Yeah. A lot of times, um, I guess not businesses, if people um, do not feel comfortable being vulnerable or being open that they're struggling. But like I said, when you are open, people are more understanding, more supportive. They try to find ways to help you and mm -hmm. give you ideas. I mean, you don't have to use them, but hey, it's kind of your blind spot. Look at it. If it works, implement it. If it doesn't work, move on, right? Exactly right. Feelings. <laughs> yes. And especially in times like these, I mean, we're all in this together. So, you know, it definitely helps to tell people, hey, you know, this is what's going on. And, you know, how can we work together to, to make everything work out? Yeah. And I think um, a lot of us as human beings, I guess we work in a way this isn't going to happen to me or I'm not gonna have a hard time, or we don't even think about such COVID type of situation. Like who knew going into 2020, we'd be like locked up for like a year maybe. So right. how, I mean, going forward, how do you think that business owner can position themselves and be prepared you know, to survive such recession times? Um, you have to be proactive. Um, you, you have to think ahead uh, and realize that things like this happen. I mean, granted, COVID is an unusual situation, but there are other disasters that happen, you know, tornadoes, floods, fires, you know, deaths in the family, whatever. There's all kinds of things that can happen. And as long as you are prepared for those things to come, um, you know, if they never show up, then you're in great shape. But if they do, you need to already have a plan in place. Um, you know, if, if you want to keep your, your, you know, team happy and together and, and doing what they need to do, um, you know, there's a certain amount of things that you need to, you know, pay attention to ahead of time, you know, thinking things like, um, if you need to make cuts to your employees, do you want to do that sooner than later? You don't want to, because if you end up holding on to employees longer than you can afford to, that can actually end up helping you to close your business down, you know, and yes, you don't want to lose your people, but if you have to, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Um, but you want to also reduce hours before you reduce salaries. So, you know, kind of cut everyone's hours back again, be open and honest and explain the situation and, you know, keep in mind that you can always bring them back to more hours once you have that ability to do so. Um, also, it's important to think that, you know, cutting your own salary should be something that is top of mind as well. You know, you can get by on um, less than you're making right now, then definitely you want to do that and put more money into the business, more money into your employees and so forth. And then again, be open and honest, get everyone on the same page, make sure everyone understands exactly what's going on because you don't want to surprise someone, you know, with, oh, here's what's going to happen, but they didn't know that was coming. You know, they all have families. We all have the families and 
homes and all of the stuff that we have to pay for. So if we're, you know, blindsided by the fact that we're being let go, that makes it much, much harder. So definitely you want to, you know, keep, keep everyone on the same page with that kind of stuff. Definitely. I think employees are a critical part of the business yet. They are the ones mm -hmm. who kind of struggle, like let's cut them off first because it seems like easy yeah. thing to do, but the right. business owner also, you know, need to keep in mind that laying off and hiring people also cost money. It's just mm -hmm. not, not all the companies are doing analysis. This is hope, you know, so I think it's very important to definitely do strategic planning of, okay, long-term, what is it gonna, you know, how is it gonna affect the bottom line? You know, is it make sense to cut them, you know, let them go now, or are we gonna be open with our employees and maybe they can help us to increase the revenue by working harder, maybe doing things outside of their responsibilities, you know, like, not just saying, oh, this is my responsibility and I don't want to do extra. So it's kind of like if you yeah. give them option, hey, you can, I can keep you, but you need to help me to maybe increase revenue, whatever the responsibilities that needs to be done at that during hard times. Exactly uh, but right. if yeah. the employee cannot help you, of course, you, you have no other choice than letting employees go. Mm -hmm. so definitely difficult times for both uh, and employees and business owners. And of course, talking about employees and business owners, a lot of uh, business owners or even uh, employees do not worry about their personal credit and personal financial situation until that last moment when they right. let go, right? So in your opinion, like how do you think they can be prepared? Like just kind of like keep their finances straight you know, not involved in the business situation. Yeah, it, it's important to um, not only keep obviously the business up and up, but your personal uh, business or personal finances also need to be uh, maintained and can be um, handled in a lot of the same ways that you're handling your business finances. So if you personal, um, you know, you're starting to struggle personally, you can start making those same kind of deals with utility companies and you know, rent, all of that kind of stuff can still be negotiated. And so you want to keep everything as, um, as financially healthy as possible, because you definitely don't want to end up, you know, trying to struggle with personal struggle with business and everything is falling apart. So if you're going to keep anything going, you want to keep your personal going for sure, because, you know, at, in the end, the business will most likely succeed and survive but if your personal finances, you know, fall by the wayside, then that's, that's a bigger problem. Yeah, for sure. I think um, business owners sometimes forget to like separate business with mm. personal and everything gets kind of like in the same bucket. And when the business, yes, I find that very often. Yeah. yeah. And when businesses are closing, they kind of not protecting their personal finances, right? Exactly. And I guess that's why a lot of people say you have to establish LLC, make sure that you're not mingling personal with business. Exactly. Yes. You don't want both to fall apart at the same time. That would be tragic. Yeah. And I'm yeah. sure this circumstance, probably more of it towards smaller businesses, 
-hmm. And I'm sure the bigger the company gets, those are probably separated on a proper manner involving mm -hmm. uh, attorneys. Right. More often, yes. It's the smaller businesses that end up having this problem more often. Yeah, definitely. And so what are the, I guess, the three top takeaways from today's conversation in preparation to survive down economy? Okay, I would think number one would be strategizing about your expenses and your growth ahead of time is important. You know, planning ahead, uh, you know, making sure you, you are ready and prepared for what's to come. Um, also, see the big picture. Um, again, planning ahead is, is key. If you know what the big picture is, the little things you can kind of, you know, cut and paste, so to speak, to, you know, eliminate some of the excess spending and so forth that you might have um, whenever these things kind of happen. Um, and finally, business owners um, need to keep their personal finances um, up to date as well as their business finances so that you're not stressed for, um, for both at the same time. Yeah, and let me add to one more thing. Since we're talking about identifying blind spots, like identify a blind spot, you might be thinking you're preparing, but make sure to maybe um, find a free resource such as SCORE, for example, to maybe bring oh, mentors in and say, okay, this is what I have prepared for. Do you see anything I have missed? Or you don't want to work with uh, mentorship companies or even free resources, then you can find uh, another business owner who can be your mentor. And of course, vice versa, you can mentor other business owners because um, like checking or double checking with other peers is always important. Absolutely. That's an excellent idea. Yes. Yeah. Well, it was nice chatting with you, Ashley. Um, thank you for your time. Thank you. I enjoyed it. Thank you very much. Thanks for joining the Blind Spot Money Talk Show. Hope to help you improve the operation in a better way, maximizing profit and minimizing procurement expenses for the success of your business. Make sure to subscribe to the show so you will never miss a discussion that will help you identify your blind spot. Details are in comment section. If you find value in this show, we would appreciate your review. Or if you would simply tell a fellow business owner about the show, that will help us out too. We want to help as many businesses as we can. Thanks again for tuning in. I'm your host, Miru. Until next time. Thank you.